Hey, hey, it's Jenny, and you're listening to the Podcast Manager Power Hour, a podcast for current and aspiring podcast managers looking to grow their income and impact without working crazy hours. The podcast industry is booming and new podcasts are starting each and every day. So it is the best time to go all in as a podcast manager. Every week, we'll dive into a new topic that will help you navigate the ever-changing world of podcasting and get booked out as a podcast manager. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm super excited you're here and I cannot wait to jump into today's episode. So in today's episode, we're going to be covering what to do when a client oversteps a boundary. So unfortunately, sometimes we can run into clients who take advantage of us and our good nature. So it's really important to have a plan in place in case this occurs so that we can stop it in its tracks and make sure that we're able to know any red flags going forward so we can prevent them essentially. So my first thing that I think you should do is take a deep breath before responding back to your client about whatever occurred. So I really want to encourage you not to respond to your client in the heat of the moment, because you may say something that you end up regretting. If they're crossing a boundary that you've never let them know even existed in the first place, you can't be too upset that they're doing it because it wasn't communicated to them that it wasn't something you were okay with. I like to believe that most clients have good intentions and aren't intentionally trying to cross boundaries. They likely just don't know any better. So just take a moment, pause, go on a walk, do something else, and then come back and respond when you're feeling a little more level-headed. When you do let them know that your boundary has been crossed, it's important to be kind, but also firm. So depending on if this is something that has happened before, or if it's the first time, your correspondence with your client will vary. However, I definitely think that you should still be cordial in your response, regardless if it's the first or the third time that the client has crossed a boundary, because you want to continue to remain good in their eyes and not soil the relationship. So you want to remain calm and kind, but also firm. If this is the first time that something happens, I usually gently remind them of our turnaround time, my working hours, or whatever that boundary is, so they're always aware for the future. If they're submitting their episode late and it's the first time that they've done that, we're usually able to make it happen in the shorter time frame. But I do let the client know that this is a one-time thing, so that submitting their episodes to us after the deadline we outlined doesn't become the norm going forward. So we want to make that very clear to them. If they're like responding to me outside of my working hours, I typically just ignore it until the morning or something. I don't really say anything, but I just set those boundaries with like Slack or my email and make sure that I don't check it so that it doesn't bother me because I understand not everyone can respond during working hours, nor do they know about the scheduling features within like Slack or email. So yeah. However, if they like follow up on something and it has been less than 24 hours, I'll usually gently remind them like, Hey, my response time is 24 to 48 hours. So just wanted to make you clear of that so that you're not following up for stuff less than 24 hours after you sent it. And then my third thing is that if this isn't a boundary that you've outlined in your contract or your welcome packet, consider adding it going forward. 
So if it's something like not getting you the recorded episode within a certain amount of days, expecting immediate responses, even outside of working hours or something of that nature, it's really important to have these outlined in both your contract and welcome packet so that you can set those expectations from the get-go. When you lay everything out beforehand, you're less likely to run into people overstepping those boundaries. Of course, there will still be people who don't read contracts and welcome packets, even though they like signed your contract, but that it is what it is. But as long as you have it there in multiple places, it's hard for them to say that they didn't see it because they should be reading those things. So I would love to know, have you ever dealt with a client who overstepped your boundaries? And how did you end up handling it? Did you kind of just take a deep breath and then respond cordially, but firm? Did you accidentally fly off the handle? I know I've been there in the past and that has caused me to want to take a step back before responding. So whatever you did, it's okay. It happens. We are only human. We can't always control our emotions. So yeah, I'd love to hear from you about your client experiences when it comes to overstepping your boundaries and how you handled it. And if that is the way that you would handle it going forward. So shoot me a DM over on Instagram to jenny.sunnison. I'd love to hear from you about that or really any other questions that you have, because it's always fun to get questions in the DMs and then answer them on the podcast too, for everyone to hear. So yeah, until next time, friends. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at jenny.sunnison, J-E-N-N-Y dot S-U-N-E-S-O-N, or in the Profitable Podcast Manager Society Facebook group. And let me know your thoughts on today's episode because I love hearing from you. You can find all the links and resources in the show notes over at jennysunnison.com. Okay, that's all for now. I'll see you in the next episode.